You're listening to the Spandex Power Armor Podcast. It's on the internet, so it must be true. Hello and welcome to the Spandex Power Armor Podcast. In this special episode, we have the guys from Toku Toy Store with us. How do you do, gents? Doing great. Yeah, well, not too bad. Excellent. <laughs> One advantage of this is they can finally do their own promos, so we don't need to keep talking about some apocalypse where we have to use Ranger Keys as currency. The only payers in Ranger Keys. Even then, that supply is running low. You get Excellent. Ranger you're Keys. Not you at all. Uh, I got an envelope full of Q-Tama stickers. <laughs> we can't buy milk with these. Our babies will starve. That sounds awful, just like incomplete <laughs> Ranger Key stickers as your currency. It is the worst thing. Imagine getting that from a broken Gashapon. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse sounds, me, uh, can, can I get some milk? All I've got is like uh, like three Ranger Key heads and a sticker. Is that enough? He just taped them all together to create like one weird monstrosity. It's a collector's edition. I think this is Theresa May's version of welfare. <laughs> I'd like to know what actually happened to get us to the point where Ranger Keys were an acceptable currency other than anything else in the world. The event. We don't talk about the event. Please remain indoors. Oh, Lord. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I would ask you to elaborate, but I'm worried about the answer. So what would you guys like to say about your lovely establishment slash web presence thingamabobber? I would like to say that mainly the reason that I started Toku Toy Store in the first place was that frustrated with being unable to bring in Toku Toys into the country cheaply, having to deal with inordinate uh, import taxes. I wanted to find another way to do that and there was no real outlet for that. So I created one and now uh, we provide a service where by virtue of buying everything in in bulk and getting things brought into the country in in large quantities those import taxes are shared across many many items and that means that the cost of items is brought down for the consumer um, so that was the main reason i started toki toy store and now it's turned into how many uh, friends and toki fans can i collect on the way and generally annoy with my incessant ramblings <laughs> so you're is... capitalist forza then that's fantastic capitalist forza yeah, <laughs> yeah. that sounds amazing that's i'm gonna make customers out of everyone at this convention that that should be our underlying slogan just like you know capitalist forza that's that, that, actually <laughs> That's a pretty pretty good way of putting that, actually. I like that. I'll have to make a dank meme of it. <laughs> yeah, you will have to, yeah, for sure. Who would have thought that in spending more money, you actually save money? Capitalism. Woo! Well, that's so, the trick, isn't it? I mean, you see a lot with other stores. They do, like, as Jeremy was saying, trying to spread the cost. Because, again, before I even found the store, you find so many people bringing in, like, one or two toys here and there. But the collective price of customs added almost as much as the toy cost on top mm. of it. So you sat there thinking, okay, so I've spent, let's say, 40 quid on this toy. But realistically, it's 80 quid because I just had to pay to get it into the country. You know, because sometimes you get really cheap toys that are really cheaply made, but they're big. Importing and that in is turn, it, exactly that ruins so much of the, the joy for it. I remember one of the first things I imported was a, a Deca driver, and I only, I only spent like 25, 30 quid on it. And I was like, that's a bargain. But then I got, I got hit with a, 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 a customs charge of double that. So I'm sat there at the Ouch. end of the day with like, you know, like 80, 90 quid for a Deca driver. And I'm like, this, I'm never going to get this money back. So it was, it was unfortunate. See, I feel like I'm the only one who never had an issue with import tax. I suppose the only, the biggest thing I ever bought was a, um, was a figure art. Most of what I got was like a, mm. a Godzilla DVDs from the US. You'll find that sometimes when the price on the, uh, on the item itself, when the price is over, I think, I'm not sure what they changed it to recently. Last time I checked, it was 30. But I think yeah. they brought it down a little bit. But those items that are large and over, over over a value of 30 do tend to be hit quite hard. 
it's yeah. it's, com- it's it's random selection. Some days, you, some days you could buy yourself a new car and it would make it in with no problem. And then the the next day you buy yourself a tiny little gimmick and it just decides. Someone just decides at the head office, oh, we'll we'll ruin their day for them. And then mm. um, that's it, it's just. It's it's obnoxious. Really it's just been lucky, I guess. Talk about unlucky. Oh. Actually, this is how the apocalypse started. Somebody bought an Astro Switch yes. and charged the import <laughs> extra car. It's a rare limited edition damaged sticker on a gashapon ranger key, and that jacked the economy up. I know uh, Putin tried to import something from. Um... I don't know, tried to import some obscure thing from Japan from like a, a grid man or something. And the import decks are so big, he just decided to launch his nuclear stockpile in revenge. He wanted a battle <laughs> Cossack body pillow. Yet, I must Not have quite. it. It is too expensive. Yet. It's like someone that, uh, somebody that pushes it to the, to the limit. They've got like, oh, we have this rare limited edition pink, uh, pink biomanky. And it's like, oh, that's amazing. Yes, but it was supposed to be red. What? what? <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, it's limited edition because it was printed in the, it was, it was, uh, made in the wrong color what wait a minute left in the sun for a bit <laughs> but the multiple colors already exist so someone just believed it mental <laughs> so anyway this will be a general discussion where we talk complain about just about anything we have to mind oh boy does that mean i can talk about red baron again no we're not talking no. about red baron again oh <laughs> uh, if we did we'd be here all week he loves his red baron i hate red baron it was pretty well received <laughs> in japan it got a proper anime adaptation you're just disappointed because because of the weird German... The Germans ruined everything like they ruined Europe. <laughs> no offence. He's saying about it being well-received in Japan. So was the PlayStation Vita, and look how that turned out. Oh, yeah. Well, so was the Dreamcast, too. Yeah, and then again, true. Big O wasn't well-received in Japan, but it did really well overseas. Japan confirmed for bad taste. Didn't, mm, to- didn't Toonami... Um, actually fund the second series for um, for Big O. Wow. Mm. Wow, I didn't know that, but that's... Wow. Yeah, because it did so well. <laughs> It's actually uh, made by the same studio who did um, a lot of the stuff from the uh, Batman the Animated series, which is why they look so similar. Wow, I did not know that. Oh, well, yes. you learn something new every day. Yeah. <laughs> we should do an educational podcast full of weird anime facts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, God. <laughs> You're listening to the Weeboo Power Armor as a podcast. Uh, you know, <laughs> Please make someone's going to have stop. to come up with some horrible artwork for that now. You realize that, right? There should be like an version. Oh no, it's going to be some really bad, like, 15-year-old anime uh, rendition of um, Rex and like, me, like, with the whole yaoi hands thing. Yeah. Oh, oh. hands. <laughs> <laughs> Dear God. Tiny body, massive eyes. That, that, that overlap your hair. <laughs> Goo. I fear we have gone into some terrible, terrifying yeah. tangents. <laughs> what, what just happened? <laughs> we descended into yes. Weebery. We have to leave this rabbit hole quick. So, um, hmm. what was the first Toku thing you guys got into? Like the first show? I'll go first. So, um, the obviously Power Rangers is the the gateway drug to all Tokusatsu. Oh yeah. Hmm. Um, and I was into that from the moment it came out, and I saw it on television. But um, then, in growing up, I kind of phased out of that for a little while. And when I got back into it, it was around the time of. Um, ninja storm and the internet took me down another rabbit hole where whereby i found abba ranger that was uh, going on in japan at the time nice uh, abba ranger was my first sentai my first uh, pure tokusatsu and uh, from there i went into kamen rider Fies, and then my life it was forever changed that is a slippery slope. Forever ruined. So that, that's, uh, that's quite a straightforward path, that. Um, mine was accidental. I obviously... saying that something you did isn't straightforward, Will? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Be quiet, Jeremy. <laughs> no, um, I don't quite know. Because obviously, like, like Jeremy said, I watched 
a lot of Power Rangers growing up. I followed that for a while. I never really phased out of that. I mean, you, you found that I was like an 18, 19 year old and I was getting into new relationships. And within like week two, I was showing them all these Power Rangers videos on YouTube. And I, no, but I mean, mine never ended. I just found people who actually liked them. Fortunately, I was uh, I was gifted with dashing good looks and a, and a very nice accent. So it did help when I moved down here. But I, I don't know. I Obviously, I watched Power Rangers and then I got to the point where I stopped. When, when Power Rangers got bad, you know, that more recently, yeah, I you stopped. You have to specify, <laughs> actually. Well, I was around... Uh, I was around 20 at the time, I think, and it just, I forget what season was on around then, but the acting was bad. The um the special effects were bad, and it it just they'd gone down that path. Doesn't it was, quite it was narrow it down. Toys. See, I, I would offhand, I wouldn't even know. But like I said, I um I stopped watching, and I ended up watching. I ended up looking up shows that were similar to Power Rangers. Like I would literally go on Google and type in shows similar to Power Rangers or shows like Power Rangers. And I found, there's a Wikipedia for a lot of tokusatsu, but there was one that I'd found. I think I YouTubed it first. And to this day, I can't remember what it was called. I can never find it ever again. But it was it was Japanese for definite. Uh, it was subtitled and they transformed one of the main characters. It was it was it was like an armored. It looked kind of like the armors from Garo or like a Metal Heroes kind of thing. But he was was it um, Grand Caesar or something like that? I was thinking Grand. I was going to say it sounds Grand Caesar to me. It, it might be. You know, I'll have to look this. Up. You know what? If was it like is, um, I find this? Oh, what was it called? Um, Shogeki Gao. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll have to look that up. No, because I know that he was one of the main characters. He was white with like blue accents on his body and he had like a sword and a shield and i'd um i'd watched that a lot and i mean a lot like i had binged it and then i phased out of it and i couldn't i i don't watch it much anymore i kind of i kind of drifted away within like a year or so i just stopped watching it i went back a year later and i was like okay i'm gonna watch this again and i couldn't remember the name of it so i'm typing in like armored superheroes that transform with like this kind of stuff like wrists and belts and all that so i looked that up and it, it just it fed me straight to um to the common rider series and i oh, had i thought oh well, i thought well the main character he's a uh, he was white in this show, the, the, the white armor that he wore, and I saw Forze. So I was like, maybe that was it. So I click on that and I watch it, and it definitely wasn't it. <laughs> but I watched, I watched the entirety of Forze, and then when I was done, I found out there were many years worth before that, and then new ones coming out just after that. I think I just started watching Forze just as Wizard had reached its like it was that its halfway point. So I just binge watched all the way up to the end of Wizard, went back in time, and then I caught Gaim as it started, and from there on, I've watched them ever since. It's ever since the new ones have come out, I've watched them religiously. Fair dues. I find that Forza is a good entry point to get people into Kamen Rider for some Definitely. reason. I think it's maybe because the school they're in is quite Western for it. Like, it's well, yeah, that was it. yeah, because that, that's the thing. I mean, as Saban would religiously say, you know, it's a good way of getting people into shows is having them teenagers in a school and all that. And it, it, to, to, it, their knowledge is a bit, a bit twisted because they try and make thirty-year-olds, ten-year-olds, but. Forze's way of doing that was they they made it like a an upper school. It was it was a good way of bringing people into yeah. the show. It, it was nice. It was a it was it was a, it was a, it was different, but it was familiar. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, Japan has no shortage of young actors. They have this whole kind of uh, the idol system, which kind of picks kids up out of high no. school and then churns them out. Can we talk about just, that school from Forze? It is so Western. Right. You've got an American football team. You've got cheerleaders. You've got these little cliques that are just so American. It's bizarre. Wildcats. You, you, you have a locker that transports you to the moon. I mean, Christ, that's just so American. Yeah. Yeah, it's like 1960s. <laughs> just a bong in every locker. <laughs> well, yeah, actually, you're not wrong. It may be about, you know, trying to get that western audience a bit more though because it came if i'm remembering right it came around the same time as as go busters didn't it which was a homage to power rangers yeah. oh yeah could be. Thinking that by 
I don't know, in, I'm not sure anybody had this kind of forward planning, but by using some power rangerisms, they would garner a, rest, a Western audience, which would then lead them into Forze, which they think, oh, this is vaguely familiar. I'm going to stick with this. Or maybe I can I'm see that. I don't know. No, I can, I can see that. that. That's Again, I've never thought it like that. I guess it does help to have you uh, forward thinking, but that, that, that does make sense. You know, have, have both shows familiar so that they try to engross the same audience. That's... Hmm. That's definitely an interesting perspective. It's a shame that mm. GoBusters never took off. Maybe they wanted to have um, Forza adapt into America as uh, you know, Saban's Must Rider Space. <laughs> See, that's something I never, um, I never got into GoBusters. I, I sort of, I wasn't fully into Sentai around the time it was on, and then I realised there was so much Sentai to enjoy that I never really, I didn't go back. But what was the, um, what was the thing they had going on with their? Because they had the first part of GoBusters, unless it was a movie special. Because GoBusters itself was a, a series. Hmm. But then they had that revisiting where they were all farm animals. Oh, oh, um, Tokume Sentai Go Busters versus um, Dobut Sentai Go Busters. Yeah, it's I basically have no idea. basically Satan um, comes up in like 2012, like uh, New Year's Eve, and kills everyone. But um, Cheetah Nick and Beat J Stag are left alive because they're like they're like the millionth and millionth and oneth person to die that year. And then God, who looks like Enter, says, "What's up, sluts?" You're, uh, you, you win. You, you get a free wish. What do you want? And um, Nick says something like, uh, I want to go back and, and change this or something like that. And so he's sent back and somehow they get into this alternate reality where it's like a show. It's like they basically go to like the Sunville conversion of, um, of Go Busters. And he has to kind of, it's a wonderful life, his way through it and get things back to the way they were. Isn't this how Happy Science works, though? I swear that was the apocalypse predicted by Happy Science. No, no, Margaret Thatcher wasn't involved. <laughs> That's that. I'm sorry. I, I get that you explained that, but when you start a sentence when, when trying to explain a uh, Super Sentai, and your first word is you said is well, basically Satan comes up, and it. <laughs> That's. Uh, I'm, I'm probably never going to watch that now. That's 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 one way of. Whoa, saying, Satan's yeah. too spooky. Ooh. Look at me, I can't handle the Dark Lord. Ooh. The Prince of Darkness is a bit too much for me. Oh, come on. You enjoy Saban, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like one letter's difference. It's Satan's Power Rangers. <laughs> They're all played by aging 45-year-old actors as teenagers. <laughs> yeah. Um, the main character who's the granddad of all the main cast is actually a 15-year-old actor. Because you know that's all the these days. This is like the Mirror Universe version of, uh, of Power Rangers. Does that mean Jason David Frank gets a goatee? Yeah. Oh. No, Jason David Frank already has a go. Wait, do we have the evil version of Jason David Frank? Oh, are we are we the evil timeline? Are we the bad guys? Oh no! I mean, I do have what a have pointy beard, upon? so yeah. Am I evil? Maybe. Oh, I mean, there's an alternate dimension where we have a good podcast. <laughs> no, Jason no. David Frank no, wasn't kicked that. out of a I... movie theater. There's an alternate timeline in which we're all functional members of society. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't that be nice? Guess we're stuck being evil then. Did you, um, speaking of Saban, did, I'm guessing, I think I, I must have showed you guys the, uh, the the Ecto Accelerator that I got my hands on. Oh, oh yes. yeah. That thing is a beauty. Mm, really nice it condition was. too. We, um, it, it was, it's, it's a funny story about that. I'd mentioned that most of the stuff that sold over the weekend at MCON during that convention was uh, Power Rangers stuff. A lot of people came up and were looking for that kind of stuff. So I thought, oh, well, I'll take a look and see. Because I mean, last time I took a look on eBay for specific things, I found like a, a box filled with just loads of gimmicks and whatnot. So I just bought it in bulk. So I thought I'll take a look Power Rangers style stuff. And I took, I was just browsing and I was scrolling through the uh, the eBay listings. And I came down and it was uh, it was marked, its exact name was Power Rangers 5.5 inch 2005 
morpher thing thing and i was like and i was like what well i could clearly see that it was not a morpher by the first image so i clicked on it and i was scrolling through and you know lo and behold i, I it, it was a tie between it was either the uh, the Kamen Rider Black uh, shiny tension belt or it was the Ecto Accelerator. So I'm like, well, wow. I'm never going to know unless I buy it. So it, it was on bidding. It started at 9.99. So I put down a max bid of £13, uh, waited a couple of days, got my email saying I'd won it, and it was on the way. So I was like, oh, boy. So it, it arrived in the mail, and it's there's next to no cosmetic damage to it whatsoever. Amazing. Both LEDs still blink perfectly like they would have and the, the, the speaker system as simple as it was because back then it was just like a high pitch like rape alarm type whistle thing <laughs> that's all it was but it, it's perfect like I, I looked up reviews for it and it's no different to what they were when they were new amazing and I'm, I'm, I'm looking i'm like i've just spent i think it was like 12 pounds something on this belt Not and bad. it was 1995 ecto accelerator and it works like it did the, the day it was made so i am i'm looking to find a new home for that because i bet you someone's gonna want that that actually reminds me of something Ranger found at, I was thinking it was a Comic-Con in Leicester. It was a bunch <laughs> of Master Rider figurines, like tiny figurines yeah. yes. from the show, and it was the full set. Yeah, yes, I, had, I, um, I had to buy them all. Yeah, I, I remember you, you showed me those a while back. I was jealous. I now who's jealous? Uh, yeah. I'm surprised they <laughs> made a souvenir belt. Wow. Well, sorry, Jeremy? I liked your little trick that you used on eBay. Like back in the day when I was trying to complete my Morpher collection, that would be how I would get things cheaply. I would mm. search Power Rangers wrist thing yeah. and capitalize on the fact that lots of people didn't know what they were selling. Yeah, exactly. fair enough. There was, a, there was an advert for that. I forget which banking agency it was, but they were, they were trying to tell people how to be internet smart. And they were saying, if you're looking for something online, rather than typing in its name directly, misspell it as if you would accidentally misspell it. Because you'd find listings of things people are selling things under under like wrong names for so much cheaper, and there's a whole lot of them. So sometimes, if you go on like if you were to go on eBay and type in Common Rider and spell it the way it's spelled, you'll find all these official listings from stores and collectors. But if you go on there and accidentally put Kamem, like an, an an M instead of an N at the end of Common, and then put an E on the end of Rider, so it's like Rider, you'll find so many more listings people who are miswriting things and don't know. I, I saw someone that did it a while back. They had a, it was a drive driver, but they'd call it, it was Carmen, spelled like car, C-A-R. Oh. And it was <laughs> Rider. Because they don't know, do they? They have no idea. Like Someone says to you, oh, it's Carmen Rider. But you're like, what? Well, it's it's a car, it's car base. It's got to be Carmen Rider. Mm-hmm. Exploiting the dyslexic like, by will. <laughs> <laughs> it so, works, though. It's really good when you're if you, when you're a collector. It's, it, it does help to uh, exploit that little... That little trick, just misspell it like you would, and you'll find things so much cheaper. Again, I'm the one that sat here with an Ecto Accelerator for twelve pounds. No, 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 no. So you're saying they uh, misspelled Carmen Rider drivers, Carmen, like the name? Yes. Where in the world is Carmen Rider driver? Singing again. <laughs> I've had to hide Carmen the Carmen Rider sounds totally different to anything that it actually is. Yeah, Carmen Electro Rider. Let's not think about that. No, well, that's not a bad idea. Female riders. Oh, actually, we've had this discussion earlier, but let's Aye. talk this more, some more about this. I <laughs> love female riders. Yeah, it's. Mm. Uh, I've got no issue with them. It's. I just don't think that Toei is going to do like a main um, female rider anytime soon. I think. I think Poppy is a step in the right direction, though. I wouldn't mind. Are we before we before we delve into this subject? Are we all up to date with X Aid? <laughs> 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 oh boy! Oh, good one. Do, uh, 
No. Yes. No, we're not. <laughs> we, we have entertaining. Um, we have things we like that we like to watch. We keep putting off well, getting up to date. Well, the um the latest. I don't know. I don't know about you, Jeremy. Are you? I am TV Nihon up to date. <laughs> episode episode thirty was released. Um, so I won't go too much into it if you're not obviously on that far. But it seems that they've, they've changed the formula. I'm gonna have to look up and see if the writers changed again because I know this is a Ooh, it's a recurring theme. Pulling a ghost. It's a recurring theme that it changed. Um, but yeah, Ghost was for the worst. Like it started oh. off, there was one writer, and then the second writer, and then they had a third writer by the end, and they didn't know what they were doing, um, which was a shame because Ghost could have gone. It had well. potential. My it really did. I thought Ghost would have been Ghosts. The gimmicks were great. the The acting was great. The casting choices were great. But the story just confused me beyond you know beyond belief. You had me it until he said the acting and uh, characters were great. They weren't bad. You got to admit. I, I know that. Oh, I they know were Joe bad. Was, I, um, I, I know cannot Joe's get... a uh, Joe's, Joe's a slut for Showa era. He wants like oh, all boy. writers to be forty. Or he, he loves him some Showa. G- give me some some sideburns, boy. <laughs> oh come on! Well, excuse me. I like watching men. I'm I'm, I'm not gay. <laughs> <laughs> I just like watching men in, in tight suits, just kind of you know Big rub each man. other and kind of yeah. wrestle it, it, it on the ground. Listen, I'm sure there's it's an entire nice. subculture online for that, Joe. You can no go homo. on the internet and find it. Absolutely just no homo. Man rider rather than Carmen Rider. <laughs> yeah, Carmen Rider. Yeah. Actually, no, just watch Hentai Carmen. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Anyways, we're, as I was saying before we, went, we got really deep in this um, this strange cesspool. Um, <laughs> well, that's our podcast you're talking got, about. They're doing. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. No, they're diving into this now because they've introduced female writers as more of a mainstay again. The latest episode, they had a scene where, like, the guys are going in to do their normal fight. Like, you know, they do. They they walk up all serious looking, but they're all beaten and bruised and they're about to fight. Yeah. But then the the girls just step out. You've got Poppy and you've got that writer, uh, Nico. 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 Yeah, she's, they, they both step out and they're just like, you know... You guys need to take a break. We'll take. Poppy's like, I'll take it from here, and then Nico steps up, and it's like, don't you mean we'll take it from Ooh. here? Ooh. The, the both of them transform, and it's like it's like Wait, an all female now? fight. Oh, that's great. Yeah, you know those um those brown rider suits. Oh yeah. There's a, a girl with one of those yeah. now. She puts like a oh, okay. puts like a cap on the front and like a rucksack or something like that. I've yeah, seen she, pictures she, of it. She customizes as she put it. She customizes her avatar because everyone has a basic ride okay. player avatar. So she's mm. customized her own. She got like a sticker and a backpack. And... But was it DLC? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thanks, but it, it's um, it, it's a nice it's a nice change of pace that we're actually going to have some mainstay. I mean, she's not bad either. She's not one of those ones that loses every battle. There have been a few like she she's she's channeling through the show and she's the one that's defeating a lot of the villains now by herself. Oh hey, I think I need to catch so, up with some Xade then. She's she's good and she, she's not like a girly girly character. She's she's very like standoffish and boyish, and she's very violent towards some people. And like if she doesn't like you, she'll just tell you to go to hell. And yeah, she was the first ride player to actually defeat one of the uh, the monsters in in Chronicle. Oh, yeah. crikey. I saw a clip from a live show, and she's um uh, she's giving Brave a hassle, like she's kind of um slapping him or something like that. So he just mm. kind of takes his um gashat out of his um out of his drive and kind of slots it into his sword, and just kind of starts charging it up as she as he looks at her. Oh yeah, <laughs> she likes it. Yeah, I love that. But she is she is good. That's what she's like in the show. Like a lot of times, she um she doesn't like she doesn't seem to like anybody other than Tiger. So whenever someone tries to talk to her or talk down to her, she gets aggressive. And whenever she doesn't, whenever someone tells her something like what to do, she's she's pretty much a female version of Tiger. She's she's a loner, but together they've formed like a duo. So those two hang out a lot. Oh, um, fair enough. But it, it, it's a nice change of pace. An entire show based on those two would be amazing. 
I am surprised by the amount of V Cinema releases Xade is getting. They yeah. really want to get in depth mm. on every rider. It's I, I'm I'm blaming um I'm blaming Drive for that one. I'm blaming Toys for that one. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, that was it. I mean, they had the um they had Drive, and Drive was a great show, but there wasn't a lot like in depth behind them. So then they had the V Cinema for Chase, and you had the Mac and Heart, and like, they just they kept pushing them out. But the one thing I didn't mind the um the latter two, the Mac and Heart one, but the Chase one with just being an excuse to re-release a new version of the Brake Gunner with a small slot in the front so you can put that <laughs> Rhino thing in, like. And and that warranted a double the price V Cinema exclusive. Like, are you serious? That was pretty um pretty crappy. But I did I did like the the Chase movie. It had some nice character the moments. Movie, the movie was great. The movie was great. It was another. I think it was made worse, not worse in the sense of bad, worse in the sense of heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, that it was Chase because I mean, I I remember watching that that all of Drive, mm. and it got to that scene. In that oh, episode, boy. where the uh, where, yeah, you, you, I don't even have to yeah. go there, you know. Uh, and I remember Good welling up. There, yeah. I, I was actually, uh, I was actually sat, and I welled up, like extreme. I was beyond. My eyes were like puffy. I was nearly crying. And I remember turning to uh, my fiance Charlotte, and I said, I, I, after I'd finished Drive, I was like, you have to watch this episode. Chase is a, a great mistake. character. Uh, that, that was a big mistake because I was sat with her rather than welling up this time. I, I straight up had to leave the room. Like I was crying. <laughs> I, no, I couldn't stop. I cried for like five minutes, like because it, it, it isn't one of those shows where they just have a random character that it happens to. They had they they made you fall in love with them. This whole show, you you got more and more in touch with him, and in, the way they did, I don't know. I just I'll never agree with what they did, but my God, they did it so well. Actually, I would disagree. I, I agree completely with what they did because the emotional reaction it got. It oh yeah, um, for sure. If, it, if if something can make you feel so genuinely, then I think it's a good decision. They've realized now, because that's what sold so much of their toys and so many of the V-Cinema copies for the Chase one. That's, oh, wow. they, they, they've clicked on because of that emotional connection. Bringing him back made people want to go see it more. That's why they kept putting him in all the other movies as a side character. It's almost as if quality like, writing leads to a well-received show that leads to well, increased sales. They did it with, with x they, they, they did it with Kyria as well, didn't they? The, um, early well, on in x Nowhere near as well. Nowhere near <laughs> as well, but they did it to the point like they did... The problem is they got rid of him far too soon. I think if they'd kept him going, people would have been more... I, I saw people all over Twitter were genuinely annoyed that they got rid of him. Like You saw it just, just after it happened, a couple of weeks afterwards, Toei were releasing official merchandise T-shirts and all that. And oh, it, was yeah. like picture, it was like pictures of um, a laser in his, his level 2 form laying on the ground with game over beneath it. And it's like, that is dark, that is twisted, that is disgusting, and I want one. <laughs> they definitely tried <laughs> yeah. to sell him too hard. They really did. A, a bit too much. I liked his design because, well, I mean, uh, I'm a uh, Hawaiian shirt connoisseur myself. Yeah. But when it, when it got to his personality, I just, I don't know, I just, it just kind of yeah, turned me off. He to be an ass. Yeah. He, he can't be an ass when wearing a Hawaiian shirt. It's, it's not possible. No, it was, again, like, like Jeremy said, it was, it, there was, it was nowhere near as well done as Chase was. You can tell that's what they were going for, but they, um, it, it was such a weird character to do it to as well. Like, why being his main form x-aids motorbike yeah that's why, weird why did they feel the need to get rid of him or even why did they feel the need to make him the bike yeah like, what's weird is the fact that they can get a bike that looks like him but isn't him i wish they could have kept it like that but kept him as the bike so it would be like heat vision and jack <laughs> so basically just solving crimes fighting monsters with a motorcycle best did? friend did you see what they actually did with that when after that 
episode had aired and obviously he'd passed it when he when passed and he was no longer the bike but because x still had the backside bike gash at he could still summon the motorbike and all they did was the the eyes on the motorbike they just painted over them in black gout out your friend's eyes and ride him that that was their way of saying like oh yeah it's still it's still backside bike but your friend whose eyes you used to want to see they're not in there anymore your riding is empty corpse it's like, oh see? boy weekend at kitty is <laughs> this is n- <laughs> this is a nightmare i mean rex I hope you I hope you realize that when you die, and it will be an accident, and you know you shouldn't question that. I'm not going to be doing anything with your body. I'm not going to be having it kind of posed next to me during recording <laughs> sessions. Oh I come on! When we we go, we're both going to die together, and our skeletons are going to be posed as if fighting. <laughs> a little diorama with like a like a model explosion behind us. <laughs> yes, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do that with everybody that I know. Like everyone that's close to me, I'm gonna have it in my will as my last. Uh, my last request that everything close to me must be buried with me, whether it's dead or not. So, uh, Will is either a sociopath or an ancient Egyptian pharaoh. I've got my bets on the latter. If I'm going down, you guys are coming with me. <laughs> All are welcome at the skeleton rave. So what do we want from the, the next rider show? More oh, female riders. So what yeah, I, want- I, can see them, I could see them pushing out more female riders, and I don't think yeah. that's a bad thing. Because it seems it's working for this show. Like you've seen some of the biggest, so many people were requesting, uh, putting in pre-orders for the the Buggle Driver Mark II oh, for X-Aid. Yeah. Wow. They're putting in lo- lo- lots of uh, pre-orders because they saw that the first person to use it was Poppy. But then when they found out that it doesn't come with the the Tokimeki Crisis Gashat, it comes with the Chronicle Gashat, people oh, were cancelling that, that pre-order. To go, <laughs> they, were, they, were can- they cancelled the pre-order for it to go and get the Tokimeki Crisis Gashat. So everyone, I think Toei are realizing now that it's not about people not enjoying female characters. It's when you write in female characters as lackeys and side chicks. Oh, that's when people don't care. If you write them in as big, big characters, like a mainstay from episode one hmm. to episode final, or and even movie exclusives, don't kill them off. Don't make them a comic relief. Don't make them weak. And don't give them emotions. Make them like the men. Make them stern. Make them strong. Make them humans. They're so realizing not that that's what people want. Yeah, but it, I think <laughs> hopefully Heisei will step up its game and try a little bit because people are determined that Heisei, the Heisei era is ending soon. So we'll find oh, yeah. out what happens. Uh, yeah, they're entering phase three for the next rider, aren't they? Which yeah. Oh, boy. Super Neo Heisei. <laughs> I'm personally hoping for He's a... He's my favorite emperor. ...decade. Yeah, that would be... Um, that would be quite cool. A female so, decade. Oh, hell yeah. See, honestly, I just want to return to the Showa era. I just want give us a bug man, please. I want want a, I want a bug themed rider again. It would be nice to have another because it 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 wasn't just Showa. It was early Heisei stuck with bug themes. But it seems that it it seems that recently, yeah, we we went back for Kabuto. It seems that they're they tried it and then they thought we have to try and expand a little bit. As you do, you we've run out of bugs. You're a chef. If you're a chef and you cook the same meal every day, people are going to question your talents. It's, I think that's what it was. They had to try and broaden their horizons and change up what they could do. So it's understandable that they tried to change it to, like, you have your, your video games and your ghosts and your cars. Like it, I understand that. That, that's, that doesn't take any, it doesn't mark any red flags with me. However, it does seem about time, because it's been so long since they have been in touch with their early roots, that I think... Mm. For, for a new era, they should, even if it's just like a one-off thing, like maybe not the first thing they do with the new era, but something that they consider doing, I that'd be amazing. That I find that I'm okay with the themes, it's fine, they're experimenting, it's just the execution for me, it just oh, seems yeah. so ham-fisted. 
I mean, look at the amazing designs they had for Gaim. I'm one of the few who hated Gaim simply because of Kota. But in terms of execution, <laughs> things could be done so much better. Yeah. That's what is turning me off X-Aid. Yeah. But after hearing about Poppy and other girl, that has got me really tempted to watch. See, one thing that really turns me off X-Aid is the suit. I don't mind a video game-themed um, show. I just hate the suit because it looks like it's been de- designed by someone who hasn't played a video game well, since the if, 90s. If it helps fight our case to you know to encourage you to watch X-Aid, the more recent episodes, it seems that we're seeing less of X-Aid as X-Aid. Ooh, my goodness. He's, um, there's a whole story arc that's going on right now. Again, I'm not going to mention it because if you guys ain't caught up, it's not worth it. But the story arc that's going on, he's become less of a mainstay on the screen. There's a lot of controversial things that are happening. So it's all left to the rest of the team. For the past few episodes, they've been doing their thing. Well, he's he's had a couple of scenes, but he's not been he's not been the main focus. We've been focusing more on like some of the like we had the whole arc with Poppy trying to figure out who she was, whether she went whether with her being a bugster, whether she wanted to side with the the humans or the bugsters, and there was a whole arc about that. And then they had the, all the ride players that were finding out that the trick to uh, the trick to Kamen Rider Chronicle is that when you when you get a game over, you don't get to start again, you die. But n- none of them were told that. So they're all playing this game thinking it's for fun. And when you die in the game, you that. die in real life. If you die in Canada, do you die in real life? <laughs> well, Canada isn't real, so no. That's true. It's like Atlantis <laughs> or uh, New Zealand. People lie about countries all the time. People say, like, you know, India and Pakistan. They're actually they're just the same country pretending to be two. <laughs> Or like needed. the moon, you get, all, you get all those people that believe in the moon, but in reality it's just a hologram. Well, no, no, um, the moon was originally not real, but then when they wanted to fake the moon landing, they got Stanley Kubrick in. His perfectionism made him make a moon for them to film on. <laughs> oh, by the way, planes don't fly. What they do is they go up in the air, yes, but they don't move. They just move the earth under them. <laughs> that makes sense. It's like driving. Cars don't actually move around the earth. Cars are just so heavy that when the wheels turn, the earth starts rotating with them. <laughs> Physics. It's kind of sad when um, you kind of when you're talking about a show and you're talking about how it's improving. One of the things you bring up is the main character being featured less prominently. It is a shame. <laughs> Actually, it's what it I is. did I enjoy about Gaim. <laughs> Again, yeah, that was. Um, I think that's. I think this was one of the big things that got so so many people worried at the beginning of X Aid because I think with most shows you only ever see you only ever get like a sneak peek at the main rider. Like think about Drive or or Ghost. You only oh, saw definitely. the main the main rider. And then it wasn't until like episode five or six where you saw the scans and the leaks appearing online for them. But with mm-hmm. X Aid, within the first week of the, the show being announced, we'd already seen the first five riders that were coming because we saw it was mad. You saw X Aid, Brave, Snipe, yeah. Laser and, and then Gen as well. Gen move however you want to say it. Yeah, how are we but, pronouncing that? I just say, I, I say Gen, personally. Yeah, like a, oh, I suppose we could say Gem, like a, like Dam is NM or MN, whatever. I could just call yeah, him Dirty yeah. Dan. <laughs> Dirty Dan. Dan dangerous I find they're zombie. taking a more American approach to things. It's like what they're doing with Q-Ranger. Mm. Well, that, that was, yeah, well, that's another thing I was going to get into uh, a little while ago. Uh, when I'd you be guys surprised. Brought up the American influence with Forze, because they, yeah. they have... They had such a big American team on board, didn't they? They brought over some of the Bandai of America guys to help Definitely. out with Q-Ray. I'd be very so surprised with, if right, the guys uh, from um, America didn't have some, didn't make some suggestions at least for Exide. That, see, I, I can see that. I can see that as a human being, one of the biggest things we fail to learn is to when to shut our mouths. So it wouldn't surprise me if they came over to help out with Q Ranger. And they, they, you know, the, those 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 those, two, those uh, companies between between Sentai and Kamen Rider, they are they are kind of link the close they film on the same sets so it wouldn't surprise me if one of them's opened his mouth and said something that would have looked good and that's what they've done i mean yeah 
you never know. It's no coincidence. It's got to be no coincidence that the first time they have Bandai of America over helping with the Sentai team, a couple of weeks later when the show is, when the Kamen show is kicking off a little bit, we have more female presence. It wouldn't surprise me if that was their doing. Hmm. Woo! America saved Japan again. Yes, thank, thank you, America, for saving Japan's economy. We might even get Metal Heroes back. <laughs> oh, I wish. <laughs> It'd be nice to see that return again. It's a well, shame we are, how it ended. Um, we are seeing um, Gavan and the Space Sheriffs coming back every so Yeah, often. I was just about to say that, because Gavan's got more of a movie presence now. They're more like a movie. Yeah. Uh, again, yeah, movie presence. That's probably the best way I could put that. Yeah, they got um, that. Um, they got that film with Decker Ranger. Didn't um, didn't yes. Sharavan have a movie as well? He did. Hmm. Hmm. I'm just disappointed so they never had it's... a crossover with Daft Punk. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I remember seeing um, the uh, the hype behind. I think it was during Gaim. You know when they had that weird filler episode with uh, Kikaider. Oh, oh yes. yeah, that was a weird episode. But I'd never really delved into Kikaider that much. I knew that, I knew of the old suit design, but obviously this new one was very. I liked what they did with it. Um, again, it had no pre- it had no purpose being in Gaim. There was absolutely <laughs> no reason for that whatsoever. You got it was a very Professor Rioma. Removing his brain and putting it. He was it drawing the cut hair like, lines. Yeah, like why would you? I didn't understand that, but at the same time, that was uh, I saw that built that built a lot of hype in the community who were behind Kikaider when it was when it was more of a screen presence, and everyone got so excited. I don't think much came of it. I think they had like a few episodes or a movie spinoff, and then that was it. Yeah, and nothing more came of it. And it's like again, if they're gonna if they're gonna hype up a show by putting it in with. A movie tie-in again, like you got Gavan and Decker Ranger. It'd be, it'd be nice if there was at least a mini series like they're doing with Amazons. Yeah. Just oh yes. On, on the sideline to make up for the fact that they're not going to make this a mainstay on Japanese television. That'd be nice. Is that what they did with uh, what are they called the Iron Superman with um, Kyodan and Skydive? Oh, I was about to get into that. Yeah, and then mm. they didn't they have the Akumizers as well. Yes. So essentially, in the Forze movie, they brought back the Kyodan yeah. rebooted sense. Now they're androids yeah. and stuff. And did the Akumizers in a Wizard Forze crossover movie? Those things look like demons. Those things are nightmarish. They were really good suits, they actually. Are, they yeah. worked it into very good current suits. Toku slapstick. I think what worried me with the Forza versions, with, with, with them bringing them back in Forza, was they made them, again, and I'm probably going to say this an awful lot with all these ta- movie tie-ins, they make them similar to what uh, Rex just said there with um, slapsticks, like side characters. They had no they had no purpose really being there. But at the same time, it was nice to see them again. And I, I think it ruined, for me, not really being adventurous when it comes to TV shows. I don't want to see the first, the first thing I see of a character, I don't want to see them be a side character. Yeah. Because even, even if they're not like that in their own show, I now have no interest in watching that show because that is the only image I have of them, which ruins it for me. I might have missed out on countless good shows. It took me so long to get into Ultraman. It took, I mean, I, I, I'm obsessed with it now, but it took me so long because the modern shows, as I'm sure, um, I, I'm sure Ranger will agree with, there's too many children. Oh boy, oh, they're, they're crikey, all yes. they're all kids. They're all. Oh. Kids. I mean, Orb, Orb was the only one that had a, a relatively old actor. And then we have got Jeed coming up, who's a he's 16. He's 16, 16. years old, and, and he's supposed to be Belial's seed, and I don't understand why he needs to be such a dweeb. <laughs> it just makes no sense. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's it's worrying that that's the path they went with. But going back in time, like I said, I've I'm almost finished um, the Ultraman DVDs that you parted with, you gifted me, Ranger. Yes, um, and now Jeremy is obsessed with me hurrying up and letting him watch them because he it's wants to good. start. It's good. Why aren't you done yet? <laughs> <laughs> Have it you, is um, very good, though. Have you paid attention to the suits they use in it? The, uh, the suits used for Ultraman. Yeah. 
You can see the yeah. uh, the three types of suits they used. It, oh, and the Type A suit. Oh, hang on, I'm unfamiliar with this. Okay, so basically, in the original 1966 um, show of Ultraman, there were three suits they used um, throughout the show: the Type A suit, the Type B suit, and the Type C suit. The Type A suit. Um, they had a gap in the mouth, and in certain scenes mm. you can see the actor's teeth because they originally yep. wanted the mouth to move, and I, I think they also wanted him to like spit um, like silver or something like that, something weird. And then when they realised, yeah. well, no one can actually notice his mouth moving, so well, let's just forget that. So you then, um, yeah, then with the Type B suit, and then basically the Type C suit is just a uh, just an updated Type B suit. They just that's when they got things. They just smoothed it out, streamlined it all. They got that yeah, that yeah. essentially the way of looking at it is the, the type A suit was uh, like Ranger said, open mouth. Uh, you could see you, know, you could see all the features that made the you know try, tried to make them a bit more human emotion. Um, realized it wasn't working. Type B suit, it was like they just put plaster scene over the parts they didn't like and then painted oh, yeah. it. So it, so it, so it looked it, it it covered up what what shouldn't be there, but it looks it still looked weird. It, like you would expect, you know, putting blobs of plaster scene over certain things. And then Type C, you know, after a little break, they just remade the suit and streamlined it and made it look a little better. But you do notice it because sometimes you notice in some episodes where if the, if that scene was filmed out of out, out of line, so like sometimes you'd notice like the suit would change quickly and you'd be like, yeah. wait a minute, like that that's a reused scene, <laughs> like no, that episode, that that scenes from that episode that they just reused, you'd notice it. It got better towards the, it's getting better towards the end. Like I said, I'm almost done. Now. I'm on the last disc. Yeah, Type C is basically what you think of when you think Ultraman. Type, oh, yeah. They did use Type A in, uh, I think, maybe one of the um, one of the Ginger movies. Like um, for, for some reason, I have no idea why, but they did use the Type A suit as like a for like a CGI model. I have no idea why. It's a nice mm. touch, I guess, but I don't know anybody who likes it. No, it's 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 not got such an adorable personality to the suit. It's nightmarish, like like, like the original, like you know. Rider one and two, they mm. they have purpose. Like the, when you see the the more recent versions, like the because the, excluding that god awful ghost movie with the uh, with Ichigo being uh, buff, buff as hell. hell. Yeah, ex- ex- excluding that remake, excluding that remake, all the original suits they did. There are multiple versions. Again, some of them are more because they remade the first ever suit, and they have them in some movies, and then they have like the original suit from the original movies, yeah, from the original shows, not movies, sorry, shows. Um, when I see the really old, like beaten up, scratched helmets from the original shows, I'm thinking, oh man, that you know, that's great. It's nice to see that. It's nice to see that it's you know, it's, it's still being used and oh, it's really sweet. With Ultraman, the Type A suit didn't have that feel. You look at it, you're just like, what is this horrible cosplay monstrosity? It's, it doesn't look real. Um, I suppose if you look at it from the way that he's still kind of um, getting used to having a human host, maybe it's better. Like he's still getting guess, used yeah. to reformatting himself I, I don't know I mean we all know no, what it is no they, offense no no offense to the shows but the last thing I want to do with a TV show about superheroes is have to use my imagination I want to see it on screen so <laughs> yeah. oh, fair enough it's here as a replacement to imagination how dare they stimulate our minds this way Will since you're getting into Ultraman have you read the the manga that's been running at the moment I have not. I have been considering it. So if you have anything to say about it, don't spoil it, but do Everyone it. dies. <laughs> I'd really oh. recommend it. It's um, it's basically set in a, a world where Seven never happened, um, Jack never happened. Oh. Nothing like that ever happened. Yeah, Ultraman left in 1966 and never came back. 
Shin Hayata has take is um I think he's the boss of the Science Patrol now. It's said in like 2010 or so, and he's remembered what he did in um in Ultraman, and he still has kind of part of the uh, he has like the Ultra Factor in him. Like um Ultraman left like a residual traces of power, so he's yeah, yeah. still super strong, um can jump really high, that kind of thing. Yeah, and um, they've developed a suit that looks like Ultraman, like a like an Iron Man suit. And it follows um, Shin's son uh, using this suit to fight um, human-sized aliens and monsters. Like, um, oh yeah, yeah. And uh, he can use, like, the color timer just indicates, like, when he's overclocking his powers and, he, you know, to use his specium ray. Um, seven gets a suit. It's not seven, but it's, it's themed after seven. And at the point I'm at, I'm on volume four at the moment, they're hinting at Jack coming in as well. Oh, I, I yeah. will... Um... Say no more, I, you've already sold me up. Uh, I'm surprised that's... they never used this as the premise for an Ultra Q sequel. They did do an Ultra Q reboot, but it was just like the original Ultra Q. It wasn't... See, this yeah. is, again, because you guys are well-versed in a lot of all these, um, these other tokus. I think that's one of, the, uh, one of the reasons, obviously, just jumping back quickly to Toku Toy Store. We don't really have much in the sense of Ultraman, purely because not a lot of people, like me myself, I'm just getting into it now. But it's it's not something that everyone really knows. Like you can be you can be massively into Toku, but not. We call those you know, people you... heretics. <laughs> it's kind of <laughs> sad because Ultraman did have a decent U.S. presence. Like it had um had a dub of the um of Ultraman and Ultra Seven. Then they had the mm. um they had the cartoon as well. Then they had oh god was it was it powered or great that was it was it was great that was um that was American, and then there was even plans in the eighties for a big budget Ultraman movie. I know there was a sequel cartoon in America. Yeah, hmm. I mean it, that, that's that's why I want to get these DVDs to Jeremy as quick as I can because the sooner hmm. he watches Ultraman and he gets into it, the more we you know the the more presence there will be because we've had some people message the page a few times and they're asking if we have Ultraman items and oh, wow. spark dolls and all that kind of stuff. So but yeah, that's been my problem is that I haven't ever seen any of any of the Ultraman series at all. Yeah. I do. So, there's a there's a bunch on Crunchyroll. Kind of product knowledge to be able to know what people want, rather than ending up with tons of useless plastic. Kids <laughs> like Ranger yeah. keys, right? Well, that's my. Um, it took me a while to. That's a good point, actually. I can use my, those. Um, it took me a while to get into it uh, myself. Again, I um, I jumped in at a weird point. I started watching properly around Ginga, uh, and Ginga's not a bad one to get into because that, that that was my first introduction to the uh, the long running trend of those spark dolls that they used for so many years. But that that, 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 that was a good place to Ginga man. Ginga man. No, <laughs> but um, I, I again like Ginga had so much. It had a great theme tune. It had a great. But the acting wasn't bad. Like the the actors weren't. Even though they were young, they didn't look young. They they, they seemed well versed in what they were doing. Like it was a good era, and I liked the um, I liked the presence of the artificial Ultraman because they had you know uh, John Nine. Yeah. Oh yes. You do like, love I, yourself from John Nine, don't you? I love John Nine. I am um, <laughs> as soon as I as soon as I got to that point in the show, I went straight online uh, onto eBay and looking for the uh, the the Ginga John Nine gun pad. Um. That, that, that tablet that turns into a gun because I yeah. was so I was so quick to have to grab that I was like I have to it sounds amazing it has Nokia sounds it's <laughs> it's used by like a giant artificial Ultraman robot thing and it was just it was really cool and I was like I have to own it I have to have it um, I don't regret buying it I, I don't think I spent that much I think I spent 15 pounds on it which is a, a very good price 
But that, again, that's one of the that, that's another positive thing with Ultraman toys because they're because right now they're not hugely popular. You can buy the latest toys for next to nothing. They cost nowhere near as much as the Sentai and Rider equivalents. So I'm gonna get, get myself one of the uh, the rings from Orb then. Yeah. Oh, they got they have two. They have the uh, the dark one now, don't they? The, oh yeah. The Orb, the Orb ring dark. That thing sounds cool. But I'm I'm a sucker for evil things. Evil versions. <laughs> Would you say that Jean Nine was your uh, your favorite character in, in Ultraman completely? Then, uh, yeah, I'd say controversially, yes. I, w- I would have to say as a because again, like it, w- it was a conflicting character. Not only was it cool to see like this big artificial intelligence, but like it had he had his human moments where he was like, you know, he had his evil his evil phase and then he had his good phase. Like it, it was nice, and and you know, with his main weapon slash control device being a tablet that turns into a handgun, <laughs> oh, what's not yes. to love? Yeah. So yeah, I, I would have to say that John Nine would probably be my and the design. I mean, come on, the massive buff, true, like o- o- over the top, you know, sentient robot. Thing. It was just it was amazing. So yes, to answer your question, yes. <laughs> have you ever gotten into the Godzilla franchise in much detail? I have far too many Godzilla DVDs. Oh um, yes, my brother. man. Yeah, Godzilla is probably another. Again, when I was young and I enjoyed Godzilla, and I, I never made the connection between the shows, so I never really considered them much more than just Godzilla. But no, <laughs> I, I have I have always loved Godzilla. There's not a film I haven't seen. There's not a there's not like a, a, a stupid source filmmaker video on YouTube that I haven't <laughs> oh, seen. I I am I am. Oh, I, am I am. Yeah, good old Goji. Did you see some of the animation tests from um, Shin Godzilla? I think I did. With uh, whether they were testing out different ways to make Godzilla move, and they had him kind of slithering yeah. around on his tail. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I saw some of those. Get around to this. Some some of them they weren't quite sure how they wanted them to um to fight as well because they had like, do we have him still standing on his back legs for fighting, or do we have him pounce on all fours like a happy dog? And it was like, oh boy. <laughs> I do love um the film, but. Godzilla's design, I really hope they don't bring it back. I really I want that to stay just in Shin Godzilla. Hey, you've broken Anno's heart. I'm sorry, Anno. I, I love I love Ultraman as much as you do. Please forgive me. It's uh it's it, again, Ultraman and Godzilla are two very um are two very similar but also very different shows to get into. It is worth mm. watching the two of them, like I said. A lot sometimes you see a lot of reused monster suits that appear and Yeah. Like Baragon. It's fun. Heartbreakingly <laughs> enough, the director for Godzilla vs. Hedorah has died. Yeah, Yoshimitsu Banner yeah. has passed. I think he passed on the 7th and they just announced it the other day. It's, it's, it's a sad time. They've got a lot. Again, that's another thing, especially for you, um, Ranger, with your obsession with Showa era. Yeah. It's. Everyone's dying. It is. It, it's a sad thing. I've seen so many voice actors. I mean, Mother of Ultra, she's yeah. the voice actress passed away. I was sad about that. I was like, I've only just gotten into watching all that and I'm quite sad now. Yeah, uh, Mother is one of my favorite characters in Ultraman. I love mm. I love Mother of Ultra and Father of Ultra. Mm. They were good. I feel mm. bad though because I feel bad just off topic again because we're all talking about these shows and we've we have Jeremy sat there and I don't think he's, he's seen much of these. Have you seen many of the uh, the other shows, Jeremy? Because I know you're no, more not of really. A, no, no. This Sentai and Rider and about that. Like other than the aforementioned uh, Grand Caesar, no, not so much. Normie. <laughs> Ray. <laughs> we'll change that soon though it's, it's not it's not for lack of trying again it's, mm. it's just because he's it, not got any reason to not got any um, resources to watch so i definitely recommend you check out some of the older stuff like um the, the entirety of Kamen Rider one's um series has been uh has been subbed now including a couple of the movies yeah yeah, yeah i saw it. that yeah that's been... a, just a quick note there jeremy before we continue on that one do you have a um a region free dvd player yes good stuff 
I had to go hunting for mine because the the the, uh, the disc that the, the discs that you gave the ranger obviously they were region one i think they were so they yeah. only worked on like a yeah so i had to um so i was like oh it doesn't work in my ps4 it doesn't work in my uh in my computer so i had to go I hunt tried vlc my, yeah vlc doesn't need um regioning you can just shove anything in there oh, and vlc will play it i thought everyone oh, knew oh, this oh if, that, if that's the case I might, if that's the case i might just rip the last episode to have and watch and then send the whole lot to jeremy yeah just hear jeremy in the corner there he likes this idea i'm just surprised as well because i know like with um i've lost my train of thought then no that's it. i know uh with uh again with, well, like you gave me ranger with them with the first season being on dvd were there have they have they got many more of the uh the seasons after that that they put on the dvd oh i'm going to crush your uh your hopes and dreams now will unfortunately you ever heard of a company called chayo oh here we go again oh uh, yes that's why we can't get nice things it the the reason yeah. why the um the episodes I gave you aren't as high quality as they could be is because they're rent is because they're licensed from Chayo, not um Sabraya. And nah. Sabraya has the master tapes that you can you know, you can do stuff with. Chayo does not. So um we've yeah. got we've got Ultraman from Mill Creek, and I think Mill Creek also did Ultra Seven, but that's it. Well that's unfortunate. And that's why on Crunchyroll the, the, the earliest um, Ultra series you have is, it's either Ace or 80. Mm. You can't get the oh, originals well. because well, of... I can live in hope. <laughs> Honestly, I just, I just, if I had a genie, I'd, I'd waste one oh, wish yeah. on resolving the, uh, the chayo Subraya, um conflict because I want to get Taro. Oh, I yeah, Some sort sure. of monkey's it's... poor wish when the chayo Subraya conflict is resolved, but they're all owned by Saban. Saban's Ultraman. The only versions you can buy are in, they're all, all the master tapes have been dubbed in English, so you have to, like, re-dub them in <laughs> By Jason yeah. David Frank. With, with the, oh, no, <laughs> even the women. Even so, the women. <laughs> so, even, so, like, instead of saying swatch when he flies off, Ultraman just says, Iyah! 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 What a science done. Oh lord. We should do that. We should all just record our best impressions of uh of Frank and then just like push out some really, really bad dubs. Yeah. Yeah, just like Sailor Moon with a Sailor oh, Moon. Oh no. Entirely dubbed with Yeah. Wait, are we talking about Saban's Sailor Moon? Everything is oh, Saban's no. now. Oh boy. I, I'm so disappointed that never came to fruition. I really wanted oh, to watch lord. that just because of how terrible it looked. They didn't wasn't Sailor Mercury in a um in a wheelchair in that. Wait, please inform me, what is Saban's Sailor Moon? Oh boy, I well feel so uninitiated. A subsidiary of Saban <laughs> produced a a pilot episode for a westernized version of Sailor Moon. It would be partially animated, partially live action. What? So um the animated bits would look like um I think they were gonna be animated by Deke or someone like that. And they'd look like um cartoons from the time. And then the live-action versions would be um, just like the Sailor Scouts doing their thing in like some kind of weird communal hippie house they lived in. Uh. And one of them was was paralysed from the waist down. So in like a typical 90s cartoon fair, they'd have the one token wheelchair character. And I think she was Ginger too. Oh, hey, so, that is too tokenistic. How so dare when, they? when she transformed into her um, Sailor Scout form, she had like this, you know, uh, Professor X type wheelchair Javadin. I think a good way of looking at it is Saban used to believe that they could make everything Toei had better. Because they grabbed Sentai and they made Power Rangers, and I'll admit Power Rangers was amazing. They 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 thrived off the uh, what do you call it the success. That's the word. And they kept going. Okay, we can take more shows and make them better. We can bring them over here. We can make loads of money. So they grabbed Masked Rider. And ah, the folly of that. man. 
Yeah, Actually, that's where um, they should have learned their lesson that they can't make everything better. No, the Art Troopers was okay in terms of success, <laughs> yeah, but they couldn't really do any more because they ran out of footage. The problem was, they were, they were coming together like three with, shows. It was yeah. the same with um, with uh, with Beetleborgs. They they could have done so much more with it. But what I feel like they did was they had Beetleborgs. But it seemed that every single episode was like a repurposed episode of Goosebumps. If you guys ever watched yeah. that, oh, uh, it was yes. like Goosebumps. It was like Goosebumps with superimposed armored teenagers. Like I didn't quite understand what they were trying to achieve with that one, and it was just it was weird. It's something that they um, they brought back as well, didn't they? Because they, they they're like, oh yeah, we've learned from our mistakes. We're never going to bring back Mask Rider and Common Rider. <laughs> and then a few years in the future, we had Dragon Knight. Like as if they didn't oh, learn that from their mistakes. That, that wasn't Saban. That was a different company, and it did actually yeah, win I know. awards I, I, for I, I, the I, I, I wonder who, who who thought it was a good idea to bring it back because I do know that Saban Productions did have something to do with uh, with Dragon Knight. Like th- their name was on the box, as you would say. Uh, probably but just I because wanna, of rights or something like that. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I want to know why. In, it, it's nice to know that they still had the rights to the Mask Rider name, but I want to know why they felt the need to bring it. Like who thought? Oh yeah. Mask Rider was such a failure. We can make it better by bringing it back with less acting and more action scenes. And it was like, no, it was just entirely repurposed footage. The only thing they changed between Ryuki and Dragon Knight was they, they added scenes with English actors and they were bad actors. Mm. Like there was no good ones. Actually, I'd and say they, the plot of they, Dragon they, Knight was better than Ryuki. They changed the, yeah, I'll admit that the plot was good. But what I don't understand is why did they feel the need to change the belt? Like, oh, as if the yeah. transformation before wasn't good enough. They have that, I think, if you watch, did you see that video, Ranger, that I told you Yeah, about? yeah, I looked it up. It kind of, it, it, with, the deck with, kind of with, spins with the, around or something. Yeah, with the, with the Ryuki one, you slide the deck into the belt and it does your transformation sounds, one single blinking light. The, the American side of things thought, that's not enough. So you, you, you clip the deck, you, don't, you, you can't slide it in. I think you have to, like, clip it in. Yeah, and then, and then there's like a little button lever that you done you, you you flick, and it's like what it does in the show. If you guys ever watched Dragon Knight, the um, oh, seen bits, yeah. The trans when they transform, the deck kind of like it, it flops back into the belt, and then it spins, and then it creates that orb around them that transforms them inside it. That was the gimmick for Dragon Knight's belt. You you have to c- crudely clip in this deck, and then it spins it rapidly. Yeah, I don't understand it. why that was necessary. That's unwieldy as hell. Mainly because to have it spinning in the deck, in the belt, they had to make the belt really, really thick. Like, yeah. it stuck out far. Like, I'm pretty sure Ooh. it stuck out farther than most people's feet. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was ungodly. I don't know why they felt the need to do that. Hmm. Uh, to, to answer your question on who thought it was a good idea, apparently some company called Atnus Entertainment. Never heard yeah, of them before or since. One letter away from nope. sadness. <laughs> it had a lot of potential though that's the sad thing about dragon oh definitely of it it was the the plans that they had for it were huge but then unfortunately the the power ranger stigma got attached yeah. to it and that's, nobody would actually give it the time of day that's the yeah. one thing that's ruined so many good shows that have tried to come out in america people are and as I, I think it's different for us we're like the halfway point being in the UK, so we can appreciate both both sides of the book. That's because we have Doctor Who. Like, but they're so yeah, the best Toku. But they're <laughs> so they're so hooked up on Power Rangers. Like some people refuse to acknowledge Sentai as even the original. Oh no! Believe, oh, those they believe yes. the MMPR. They, they believe MMPR is the best thing to happen to superheroes. Wait. And I'm, it's like, why? <laughs> I don't I don't understand why they're so. They, they they cut themselves off from such a great welcoming community. If you go on Facebook and you have all the Toku pages, everybody is essentially friends. Whereas if you go on a Power Rangers page, 
they're all just acquaintances. Are we talking about the uh, the purists? The yeah, the nasty uh, purists. Who, do you think they you live? Go, you, in that episode of Akiba Ranger, where reality is swapped yes, and powerful power, rangers, powerful rangers becomes guys, the source you, of Super Sentai. Have you guys ever gone on a Jason David Frank Facebook page? And yeah. Tried for, I, I tried to look for hate. If you find hate, one person says, I wasn't a fan of MMPR, and you get this, like, read 8,000 comments, and it's all people telling them <laughs> to kill themselves. <laughs> and it's like, oh my god. <laughs> Now, we don't just hate um, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers purists. No, no, we hate Sentai purists as well. You're both idiots. Come on, just enjoy oh, the yeah. show. Yeah. Well, that's just it. I, mean, I, got, I see, I see um, Power Rangers and Sentai as a gateway to a massive community of people who are you know, accepting. Because one of the biggest worries with these kind of shows is you never know who's going to accept the fact that you watch children's shows. <laughs> so it's it's it, it, it is it's a difficult thing because it's like oh I can either mention to this big guy over here that I I watch Power Rangers and he's going to knock me unconscious and call me a nerd, or I can mention to this big guy that I watch it and he's going to be like oh bro same what's your favorite and then we could be friends over. It. I mean I remember yeah. at MCon, I don't know if you saw them Jeremy, but they had those there was the two cosplayers who were cosplaying as uh, Thor and Loki. Yeah, I did see them. Yeah, that massive like nearly like it was like six foot eight, buff long blonde hair thor cosplayer and he walks up and he's looking at super sentai toys and it's like you would never approach someone like wow. that on the street and say do you watch power rangers for fear <laughs> of being hurt but he, he he was walking up and looking at the stuff like he knew what it was that's the beauty of the community when it all comes together everybody shape size background everybody can be friends but then you get the purists who are determined to make you believe that nobody should get along because one is better than the other and i don't understand that I mean, you know, just get over yourselves. It's it's a kid's show in which men wear tight spandex and, you know, punch rubber monsters exactly. until they explode. Will will now establish himself as the Martin Luther King of Toku. <laughs> <laughs> I have a dream. You've got to you've got to admit, I've got we have Jeremy in this chat who loves ghosts. We have Ranger in this chat who is obsessed with nothing outside of Shoah. It's because it's the best. <laughs> but you, you know what I mean? Like I can, you know, it, it's not difficult to get along. I respect the fact that you prefer Shoah. I respect the fact that Jeremy likes trash bags. It's... <laughs> if you don't have sideburns, <laughs> you should burn second. in Let's hell. Not get into your dirty, uh, dirty laundry there, Will. Mr. <laughs> I like Operation Overdrive, but not Gokaija. Ooh. <laughs> the cat's uh, out of the bag now. Fan. Dirty I secrets. Gokaija was good. I'll admit it oh, wasn't yeah. a bad show, but it wasn't. I think to me it was another one of those shows like Decade, where the show wasn't bad. I, I, I mean, I love Decade. I mean, you have to purely because it brought back so many of the old suits. I think that it was more for nostalgia. It had worse watched, cougar though. I'd love oh, to it see worse. another take on Decade, perhaps in a few years' time after Heisei Phase Three, and maybe they do it as a sequel or as a separate thing. Well, but well, the only they, problem they, they for didn't... that would be the fact we keep on getting legendary rider films. So we've got things using the gimmicks of other riders anyway. Yeah, mm. I think I think it'd be good. Just because you got when you think about decade, you can think of it as its own show, or you could think of it as like because it was it was the ten year mark that was the decade of Heisei. They were bringing it back, but then they released the uh, the complete selection modification Deca driver, and there were sounds in there for every rider. Oh, crikey. after after decade, like all the way up to drive, I think it was. Whoa, that's a good like, touch. But you put, that's what I mean, you, you had these cards, you, if, you, if you printed off like a drive one and it had like a barcode and you put it in the belt and it would say like, it would do the common Rider and then it would say drive. And then it would play type speeds jingle. But that never happened, obviously. Yeah. So but, it's in there. I'd like, I'd like to live in hope that one day they will do a reboot, just a brief one, even if it's just in the future, like tw the 20 year mark, for example. 
Hmm. And we have we have an extra decade spin-off type thing where he's going back through the previous years and we get to see him visit all these quote unquote neo Heisei locations. <laughs> it's not out of the question. It, 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 it would be nice to see, and I think Decade deserves it because it's not a show that could just give up. I mean, you think about it with, with Gokaiger. Some people are determined to believe that even though Gokaiger's finished, oh, they're still up there flying around in space. Like so why can't Decade be doing the same thing? Decade did introduce the worst cougar. I mean, yeah. why? We want Yusuke Godai, Again, not like uh, Onodera rubbish. It's a shame Joe Odegiri hates Taku. Yeah, it's the same. Oh, what's the actor's name for in Commander Double? Who was Philip? Oh, Ooh, um, yeah, I know who you mean. Isn't he in like a, a Black Butler movie recently or something like yeah, that? Yeah, he, he had the option. Have you noticed how in the, in the returning movies, a Double character come in? They only have they only, only have, have Joker Shotaro. in as yeah they only they only have Shotaro come in as hey, as Joker. Right. The they reason did. why they can't have him back, and it was the same with another tie-in movie when Cyclone Joker's form more recently, but they didn't have him speak because they couldn't get the actor for Philip to come back because he oh. apparently is he is so he 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 wholeheartedly believes that Toku ruined his career, so he he doesn't want to come back. I think it's not not because it was bad, but I think because of the character he played. Now he like, keeps Philip's on being char- typecast Philip, Philip's, as a magical transvestite. Yeah. That was it. Like he played such a feminine, open-hearted character, and he couldn't get any serious roles after that. And that, that's the last thing you want when you're all, you're only looked you know you're looked upon as this soft character, oh, and you want true. to have a hard role. So he didn't. He he will never return. He has said it himself. He can't return. Uh, because it, 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 it doesn't believe it would do him any justice. But it's the same with uh, Gentaro's character from from Forze. He can't ooh. return. Have you heard? Have, have you heard about that? I have not. Uh, Fill us in, my man. The uh, the agency that he's with now. You, you, as you guys must know, for um, for Japanese actors and whatnot, and actresses, they're all yeah. part of agencies, and those agencies have strict clauses in their in their contracts that forbid you from doing certain things. Now he did Forze before he joined this agency, and this agency, when you sign a contract with an agency in Japan, it's pretty much for life. Ooh. They have you until the end of your acting days. Wow! Uh, unless you do quit, in which case you'll never get work. That's that. That is the path. So they they keep him going. They keep him on stage. They put him in productions. They make him famous. They make him money. But one of the clauses is there are certain production companies you can't work underneath. There are certain companies you're not allowed to be with because they're part of rival agencies. And it just so happens that the toy productions company is underneath a rival agency against the agency he's now with. Oh. Which means he can ne- he can never return to reprise his role as Forze ever again. Otherwise, the Japanese entertainment fired. industry is terrible. It's a shame Blade's actors' agency didn't stop him from appearing in gay porn, hey? Oh boy! <laughs> oh boy! I will pretend I never saw that as well. I just hope that that's the Gentaro uh, actors. You, you watched that? Like it's not his fate or Phillips. It's it like, well, Toka ruined my life, and all I can do is now is gay porn. <laughs> yeah, this existed. It's, it's best to never see it, but yes, there are. When I was on Tumblr at the time, and you guys can probably understand how difficult Tumblr is to be a part yeah. of. Uh, Let's not were, talk about your son. We're all white here. Were, no, there were there were people in the Toku community who were saying about how when people say when people say a blade, I think of this. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then it was just like it, it was it was just like some of the stills from those scenes. I think what makes it worse. Uh, I'm not saying I looked for long, but he's so small, both in stature and in size. Like you can see why he went into it because blade or gay porn, but both. But it, 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 it's unfortunate that that's the path he take. But I mean, they, they had a, it, it, that's just it. Sometimes when you come out of being in, it's the same for a lot of actors with Power Rangers as well. Actually, uh, if that's what makes your career, 
you will never find something as good as that ever again. And I suppose wow. back in Blade, that the back with Blade, the last thing you ever expected was to reprise your role years in the future. I mean, that's something they're only doing now, isn't it? They're only just bringing back. Oh, definitely. Some random actors, but back then that wasn't part of their clause. They would have never had that as an option. So he must have thought after Blade, that's it, I'm done. I'm never going to get work again. I'm never going to get something as well-paying and as fulfilling as this. And people do have meltdowns. People can meet Power Rangers actors that get close hmm. to taking oh, their own definitely. life or you know, resort to drugs. And it's because that's that is the that, that's the pinnacle of their life. And I can understand that. I mean, if today, if I was randomly cast to be in a Power Rangers show after that was done, I would have nothing to do with myself. Right, would, back to the casting couch. <laughs> God. It's the same with, uh, what's her name? I, 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 I'm terrible for the actress's names, but was it Yuki from Forze? Oh! Because oh, yeah. she, she had an affair with that guy from that boy band. Yeah, and then she first joined the cult. Yeah, first of all, I would not expect her to ever do that. And second of all, I would not expect her to ever do that. It's infidelity <laughs> like, time. Like, like she joined like a science cult and she had an affair and it's like wow and what makes it even worse is she was still technically an idol and that is a no-no sexual relations when you're an idol is a no-no yeah you have to remain you have to remain pure for the audience the second something happens my pure waifu for life but you have to that's it because so many people over there don't like the thought of that like they don't like the thought of women who have been around and have had you know i've been adults they want to be pure and it is very creepy yeah, like, have um, you, you ever see, heard of... If you see some of the men that are involved in that kind of thing, you can uh, keep, they're blatantly creepy. Oh, yeah, no, the, the idol uh, uh, whatever industry, I guess, in Japan is really messed up. It is very messed up. And the, uh, the fan base doesn't help it either. They're all a bunch of... I mean, if even I can judge you, it's, you know, you, you guys should really sort your lives out. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go as far as to say it's all of them, because sometimes you do get some people who... Oh, yeah, not all of them. They're not bad. But, but in general, some, there are some, there are some dark moist. The culture, moist, it, it's just sweaty weird. Sweaty corners, yeah. There are some dark, moist, sweaty corners of that no, culture moist. that you that you would not go near purely for fear of walking away with something on your skin. Like it's, it's yeah. a very sketchy subculture. It is. It's it, it, it like like anything. To be honest with you, you got to think about like again, like uh, like Ranger mentioned with that Urusen incident for Ghost. Uh, there are we, uh, there are many strange strange sections in this in these cultures that you you don't quite realize are there until you are thrust into that corner and you realize what's happening like i like to believe that power rangers is pure and all this is all great but the actress who played yellow from jungle fury she was in a horror movie and one of the first scenes the one of the first scenes that you saw of her she was she was full-on buff naked like she was having sex on screen you saw very tasteful oh oh boy absolutely everything and it's like i never realized that because as a kid you get all these people going on the internet and googling the favorite actresses and actors <laughs> power you google her the first thing that shows up on google images is a picture of her topless like quick rex get google up get google up <laughs> not but that's it that, that, that's just it like there are so many yeah put that on screen come on guys uh, no, better a nude so scene many. than killing your roommate i guess i suppose but it was yeah that, that is true oh god yeah that, that's slightly better for your career that, i know but i mean i think but she did that before Power Rangers, I believe. I think that was before then. So she was cast as the Yellow Ranger, and somebody at the casting desk knew that she'd been naked on telly, and they thought it was a good idea to have her on screen regardless. No, no, but it was afterwards. It was, was it after? Yeah. All it, right. It, and it, was, um, uh, it wasn't in America. It was... It was either in New Australia, Zealand, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because I remember that. What was the film called? It was a t- uh, I'm not sure what the film was called, but she's also done um, scenes in a 
in a TV series as well, in the vein of the kind of HBO series that everyone has to get their tits out. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, oh, boy. It does, help. It, it does help that she was such a... Potty? <laughs> yeah. Well, not only that, but like, I'm, I'm assuming you guys have seen or have seen clips of uh, Jungle Fury, with yes. it being, w- being one, of the, uh, one of the good ones, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, like, she was such a good actress. Like, she was damn good. Like, not mm. only did she look good, and she just, she didn't have that, she wasn't overwhelmingly beautiful. She was like, she had like the, she looked human, which was yeah. nice. She had everything, everything in the right place, but also her voice acting, you know, when obviously when she was voice acting for the Yellow Ranger, like in suit. Yeah. Her, her shouts and her kicks and her sound effects that she made, it wasn't like cheap, high pitched, like girly, like, yeah, huah, huah. it was like full on, like aggressive, like you would be if you were a woman who was fighting something, you know, going to make like high pitched kicks and squeals. She was genuinely, she sounded like you would expect a martial artist to sound. I saw that clip of Hugh Jackman recording um, grunts and growls for um, Logan. I really oh, hope God. she's not banished to the glamour section of conventions if she oh, put that boy. much effort into it. I don't think, she, I don't she, think Power Morphicon has one. They will at some point. They just have no, um, I remember uh, that. The, the TV series that she did, uh, it was a, a national TV series and it was tastefully done. So I don't think it damaged her in Yellow's any way. Yellow's Tits, the musical. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't. To be honest, whether being such a good actress in general, it's different if you're if you're questionable when you're on screen and then you and then you perform in something like that afterwards. Mm. But I can't see. I can't see her unless she does something ridiculous. I cannot see her damaging her career because she's so good at what she does. Can we you talk about how Yellow Rangers seem to be the most successful after uh, after Power Rangers of any other Ranger? Well, after Mighty Morphin, yes, because she died. Yeah. Well, yes. She would have gone on to success if she had stayed, though. Like, I if, would. If she hadn't have died. I reckon she'd have gone far. I, I don't know. I always thought that. Um, how do you pronounce her first name? I can never. Ooh. I cannot Three, pronounce yeah. Vietnamese Three, yeah. names. Yeah. Um, I, I'd say she's the, the weakest of the actors, actually. Maybe that's because she was one of the ones with the, the shortest screen time on the show, like, because um, yeah. she left with that. That's it. I mean, you, yeah, she, she left at such a, a crucial point because you got to mm. remember that back, back at the beginning, they were all bad actors. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, have you, have you guys seen the early pilot for the oh, show? Oh, yeah. Oh, I when, haven't. When you, when, you had, when you had, what was it, Jason? He was like, it's morphin time. And it was like, Tyrannosaurus. And it, are, we, are we talking about the aired one or the unaired pilot? The unaired pilot. Oh, I've got to see uh, this. With the really, really, he, he sounded like a snotty teenager. He was not taking it seriously. No, I mean, That's the yeah. version I watched. I preferred that one because that was then before acting classes. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, David Yost only became a, a decent actor on Power Rangers because he was acting for so long on it. Oh, yeah. I always found David it weird. Yost, David Yost has kept his career in track. Have you, I, I think I mentioned it. I've actually mentioned this directly to him. But when I, we were at MCON that weekend, he's aged incredibly well. Yeah, when are you like, talking about how he wanted his skin or something? <laughs> yeah, I was. I mean, when I, when I age, because like, no, listen, though. Think about it realistically. When I get to his point in life, I wish my skin looks that good, but I know it won't. I'm going to look awful. Well, are you actually a sociopath? I might no, be. listen, though. I just want to wear his skin on my face. <laughs> <laughs> More like flavored, Yost. It's like, it's like, God, it's like, David, when you pass away, can I wear you as a flesh onesie? <laughs> <laughs> just wear it like when just like stitch a like Power Rangers diamond design onto the chest. And, oh, boy. Uh, now no, I am has. the Blue Ranger. Buffalo that's it. Bill. They, they've, they've aged really good. Some of them, sometimes you don't see it a lot. I think it's because nowadays when you come out of Power Rangers, the first thing that happens is you're cast into like so many different agencies and people want you to do this and do that and it, stress can beat you up but he has he has maintained such a really good posture this whole time like he has 
I think it's because he has to. I mean, as he will, I'm sure as David would exclaim beyond all belief, uh, which is his full-on right to. He he didn't have it easy. What's your secret, like, David? Virgin blood. <laughs> that's, no, but he didn't. Well, he just work in Hollywood, back isn't then, with, with 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 being uh, with being gay as well. Like it yeah. was not easy for him. To, a to lot of discrimination that, so. on set. Oh, a hell of a lot, especially back then when it was not accepted. It must have been awful for him, especially when you're you're, you're a children's entertainer. And you, you, he had people straight up calling him a pedophile because he was a homosexual. Like, they don't understand. No. Well, yeah, he walked off set because he was called faggot by the producers one too many times. Oh, yeah. Wow. He genuinely, he, he was so abused. So, so you got to hand it to the guy. You not only that, the but the producers so- called his, co- his co-stars in and, you know, grilled them and quizzed them over how they felt about his sexuality because they... I think they probably because off. they wanted, um, you know, stuff to use to get him out of the show. I, I wow. Yeah. That is, Which is horrible. So, 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 so when you look at him today and you see, like, you know, how, how well he still copes with things and how far he's come in his career and the fact that he still embraces that role, you've got to hand it to the guy. He's, oh, definitely. He's, he's probably had it the worst. Besides literally dying, he's probably had it the worst of, out of any of the original actors. And I think he holds mm. it really well. What I found the most impressive about the guy is that he is the longest-serving um, ranger actor on the show, despite all the crap he had to put up with. I mean, Take how, that, JDF. How how do you manage? I mean, when everyone refers to you, uh, you know, as a slur, how do you manage to go to work in the mornings like that? I mean, hot damn! Yep. The guy had dedication. I mean, mm. if every single morning you're you know you're slagged off and called every every horrible name under the sun, and people are asking you to politely kill yourself. That was just but me you, working in a call centre. It's nothing special. But, but your career is oriented around, you know, making children's lives better. He must have known that if he'd pull through and continue on with his life all the way up until now, he'd be a hero to so many. Not just a superhero, but a hero to people who are struggling with their identity oh, and yes, sexuality. Yeah. Like, do work some gay rights organisations. Yeah, it's... um. How do you pronounce it? Because it's spelled F-C-K-H-8. Uh, but no, yeah, they, they, I think it's kind of funny that a lot of Power Rangers um, stars, I think Power Rangers itself is now involved in this foundation. It kind of ropes me the wrong way that they treated him like that. Now they're all like, oh no, we like we like Serious gay people now. Like, no, no, no. no. It, it's, that's it. It, it. It's sad to say that he he is only liked by many who would have abused him years ago as part of a trend. Mm. It's a trendy thing to like gay people now. And it's like, that's disgusting. Yeah, you got to be because, a good ally. But that's it. But it's it's still it's disgusting that that's the way it is. That people who would have been like, "Oh, I hate gay people back then," are only liking them now because everyone else is. But yeah. You guys are sheep. You guys will flock to anything. It's all well and good saying that you accept them now, but if tomorrow lynch mobs became popular again, would they go that's back to the doing industry? That? Because <laughs> that's that's how it, it's just it's a messed up thing. But I've seen that David's got his own like clothing line. It's affirmative oh, really? clothing, isn't it? Oh wow. Hmm. Because like you know, I mean, one of his main his main case points is it's affirm yourself. Because it's like you are you, no matter who you know, no matter how you feel, you'll always be yourself. So you've got to come to terms with who you are and not what everyone else thinks that you are. And then once you know, only once you've realised that you are who you are, you accept yourself. And that that's his his motto. As not only as like people, someone who's gone through so much like that, but as you know, as a, as a member of the gay community, it's difficult for him to to get people like so, so many gay people walk up to him and are like, "Oh, I want to kill myself. Nobody accepts me. I'm bullied all the time." And he must hear that to no end. So he has to help people. Have you guys seen that? That is it, Nya? Yeah, Nya. Oh, yes. That's gone. It's, it's taken gone. down. Like, it, it, it's completely gone. Like, oh my god, so much. 
There is a backup site. But that uh, doesn't have as much as Toku as um, Yeah But no, again, they've just they've lost everything. I mean, I was uh, the other day I decided, you know what, I'm going to go back and I'm going to do all of Ninja again because I wanted to rewatch it. Just, you know, from a, <laughs> I wanted to go back and watch it purely because I, I liked some of the scenes weren't bad and the toys were good, gimmicks were good, but I'd forgotten. Like, I'm recently, thanks to uh, thanks to Jeremy selling me the, um, the Ninja Star Burger, I've gone back and decided, oh, oh, what shuriken can I get? But I, I've forgotten how many have existed, so I wanted to watch the show, see what was going on. But because of the loss of Nya, that's where um, that's where Overtime hosted literally all of their subs. Yeah, yeah. So way too dependent. everything, every single thing, minus what they've released, within the last two weeks or less is gone. Oh, crikey. They're going to have to salvage everything. They've said that they're making a change. I think they made the change to a, a torrent site called Anidex, I think it was called. Something like that. I think they were talking about then, doing magnet links or something. Yeah, but they, they made the brief change to Anidex. Some of them like Excite subs, um, they tried to make the change to Anidex. But within two days of them all making the change, Anidex got DDoSed. So the whole of Anidex came down and people were losing all their work. And it's like, it's nothing sacred to these people. <laughs> oh, crikey. It's going to be a nightmare rebuilding. I heard it that... Is, it um, really is. I heard Nya went down because of some kind of um, EU regulation or something like that. Yeah, there was... There the was... law in England has changed recently. I'm not oh, sure whether yes. that had anything. Yeah, there's... Um, there's some heavy laws that have changed. Have you guys seen some of the more stupid ones in terms of a, a little less out of uh, our our um our conversation topic and more into online laws? Have you seen the uh, laws against certain pornography is now illegal? Oh, it's like oh, yeah. face sitting. Didn't they protest by having people face, sit on spanking, their faces? Something like that. Yeah. Really? Face no sitting, spanking, spanking uh, fisting, female ejaculation. <laughs> well, I mean, it fisting is all that's, illegal. that just makes sense. No, but it's but things like <laughs> allowing 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 females to reach orgasm is now illegal. Like Wait, what the? F is this is some sort of Victorian era? <laughs> I don't know what the hell's going on, but I reckon it's just I reckon it's all going to be crap in a couple of years. There'll be huge protests, and people are going to be massive flat screen TVs in the middle of Times Square and all that over America, like free free London, and they're going to have blasting pornography, and the whole world's going to protest for London and the rest of the world. It's just great big pile of orgies. See, I don't much care about the porn. I just want my Toku, guys. Come on, just give me my, yeah, give me my karate bug, man. We've got to save this for the um, for the mature cast, latex power armor. <laughs> yes, I've, I've heard this joke many times. <laughs> oddly but relevant no, I mean, now. It is. It's, it is it's, it's difficult with so many online laws. You're seeing Nya's not the only one that's come down. There are so many other websites that have lost their rights. They've had to sell up their domain name for fear of going to court. And, oh, crikey. Yeah. Like people just don't people don't want to deal with it. Like you guys, if you guys uploaded all your your stuff to, if you had your own hosting site, and then someone decided that it's against the law to upload to your own hosting site without having like a an administrator that's like officially assigned, you either have to fork out money to officially assign an administrator or, or go to court to fight your right. And that, none of those options sound good. No. The internet so sometimes is long, it's just no longer the frontier it was. See, I've, I'm, I'm glad that I downloaded a bunch of um, Shower stuff. I've got, uh, I've got Comrade of One, I've got Super One, I've got yeah, Amazon. prepared for the apocalypse. <laughs> I've got Amazon, well, I've got I mean, um, every, V3. Everything that, everything that Overtime's done is gone now within the last week, so they're having to salvage so much of their stuff. So you, you just have to hope that the people who uploaded the stuff didn't... Because I know that the subtitled ones, a lot of times they remove those, but they keep the RAWs. I'm hoping that they've kept like a massive like storage base Fingers crossed. filled with all the RAWs. Because if not, mm. then we're screwed. They're going to have to like go back and find all of them. Because a lot of times they were they were ripping them straight off of like web web TVs. Like if they're gone, they're gone. Like people. Well, imagine like now if I had only just gotten into yeah. Common Rider now. If I'd just gotten into Rider now, there is nothing for me to watch now. I it's have very difficult. 
I have to start now. I mean, once upon a time, you could have them on YouTube, couldn't you? Oh, I remember. That's how I got into it. That's how I got into Forza, because Forza was all over YouTube, and now it's yeah. gone. I, I tried uploading once. I was playing Kamen Rider, was it Backtried War 2? And I had a, a screen capture, and I put it on YouTube, and purely because it was using sounds, obviously from Kamen Rider, and I wasn't overlaying like non like, random music, I got oh. taken down on a copyright ban because I was using music and sounds from oh, uh, cranky. Toei. Yeah, Toei are very quick to copyright strike you on YouTube. Massively. I, my, my channel, my old channel, got striked so many times that I lost it just because I was uploading gameplay from a game that, that used horrible. sounds that were owned by them. It is it is really bad now. There is there is no freedom to do anything. Well, that's our gaming channel ideas dashed. <laughs> let's, just, let's just bang action figures together in videos. You should, you should, be, okay, you should be okay for some, so long as our are clear to claim if you go on youtube you have to put like the official license holders like you'll have to get Toei in the year that it was registered you have to put all this stuff in the, in the description of your videos because oh, if you don't have things like that then you are essentially busted oh lovely so yeah that's uh that, that's that topic i think today we've managed to cover toku <laughs> uh movies face setting video video games uh, this wow, this, law. it's quite a melting pot this one yeah quite a long I'm, I'm cast kind of, as well this is one of our longest ones we've done hmm I'm half expecting you to just cut, cut it all down, cut out everything I say and just... Oh, yeah. yeah. Actually, it's all just Will's dialogue, all five minutes of it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not even going to be here. Well, like, actually, you're going to cut me out. It's just going to be Jeremy. We're doing like the... It's like Soviet propaganda. We're just airbrushing yeah. the bad things well, out. Yes, that's going to be wonderful. <laughs> I think we've covered everything we need to cover. So yeah. <laughs> This brings our podcast to an end. It's been fun talking with the lads from Toku Toy Store. Uh, this is Rex signing off. Stay fabulous. Keep on riding, folks. <laughs>